Welcome to day 263 of the Bible in a Year podcast. Our reading today is Ezekiel chapter 41 to chapter 43. We hope you enjoy today's reading. Then he brought me to the nave and measured the jams. On each side, six cubits was the breadth of the jams, and the breadth of the entrance was ten cubits. And the side walls of the entrance were five cubits on either side. And he measured the length of the nave, forty cubits and its breadth, twenty cubits. Then he went into the inner room and measured the jams of the entrance, two cubits, and the entrance, six cubits, and the side walls on either side of the entrance, seven cubits. And he measured the length of the room, twenty cubits, and its breadth, twenty cubits, across the nave. And he said to me, This is the most holy place. Then he measured the wall of the temple, six cubits thick, and the breadth of the side chambers, four cubits all around the temple. And the side chambers were in three stories, one over another, thirty in each story. There were offsets all around the wall of the temple to serve as supports for the side chambers, so that they should not be supported by the wall of the temple. And it became broader as it wound upward to the side chambers, because the temple was enclosed upward all around the temple. Thus, the temple had a broad area upward, and so one went up from the lowest story to the top story through the middle story. I saw also that the temple had a raised platform all around. The foundations of the side chambers measured a full reed of six long cubits. The thickness of the outer wall of the side chambers was five cubits. The free space between the side chambers of the temple and the other chambers was a breadth of twenty cubits all around the temple on every side. And the doors of the side chambers opened on the free space, one door toward the north and another door toward the south. And the breadth of the free space was five cubits all around. The building that was facing the separate yard on the west side was seventy cubits broad. And the wall of the building was five cubits thick all around and its length ninety cubits. Then he measured the temple, a hundred cubits long, and the yard and the building with its walls, a hundred cubits long. Also the breadth of the east front of the temple and the yard, a hundred cubits. Then he measured the length of the building facing the yard that was at the back and its galleries on either side, a hundred cubits. The inside of the nave and the vestibules of the court, the thresholds and the narrow windows 
and the galleries all around the three of them, opposite the threshold, were paneled with wood all around, from the floor up to the windows. Now the windows were covered. To the space above the door, even to the inner room and on the outside, and on all the walls all around, inside and outside, was a measured pattern. It was carved of cherubim and palm trees, a palm tree between cherub and cherub. Every cherub had two faces, a human face toward the palm tree on the one side and the face of a young lion toward the palm tree on the other side. They were carved on the whole temple all around, from the floor to above the door. Cherubim and palm trees were carved, similarly the wall of the nave. The doorposts of the nave were squared, and in front of the holy place was something resembling an altar of wood, three cubits high, two cubits long, and two cubits broad. Its corners, its base, and its walls were of wood. He said to me, This is the table that is before the Lord. The nave and the holy place had each a double door. The double doors had two leaves apiece, two swinging leaves for each door. And on the doors of the nave were carved cherubim and palm trees, such as were carved on the walls. And there was a canopy of wood in front of the vestibule outside. And there were narrow windows and palm trees on either side, on the side walls of the vestibule, the side chambers of the temple, and the canopies. Then he led me out into the outer court, toward the north, and he brought me to the chambers that were opposite the separate yard and opposite the building on the north. The length of the building whose door faced north was a hundred cubits, and the breadth fifty cubits, facing the twenty cubits that belonged to the inner court, and facing the pavement that belonged to the outer court, was gallery against gallery in three stories. And before the chambers was a passage inward, ten cubits wide and a hundred cubits long, and their doors were on the north. Now the upper chambers were narrower, for the galleries took more away from them than from the lower and middle chambers of the building for they were in three stories, and they had no pillars like the pillars of the courts. Thus, the upper chambers were set back from the ground more than the lower and the middle ones. And there was a wall outside parallel to the chambers, toward the outer court, opposite the chambers, fifty cubits long, for the chambers on the outer court were fifty cubits long, while those opposite the nave were a hundred cubits long. Below these chambers was an entrance on the east side, as one enters them from the outer court. 
in the thickness of the wall of the court, on the south also, opposite the yard and opposite the building. There were chambers, with a passage in front of them. They were similar to the chambers on the north, of the same length and breadth, with the same exits and arrangements and doors, as were the entrances of the chambers on the south. There was an entrance at the beginning of the passage, the passage before the corresponding wall on the east as one enters them. Then he said to me, The north chambers and the south chambers opposite the yard are the holy chambers, where the priests who approach the Lord shall eat the most holy offerings. There they shall put the most holy offerings, the grain offering, the sin offering, and the guilt offering. For the place is holy. When the priests enter the holy place, they shall not go out of it into the outer court without laying there the garments in which they minister. For these are holy. They shall put on other garments before they go near to that which is for the people. Now, when he had finished measuring the interior of the temple area, he led me out by the gate that faced east and measured the temple area all around. He measured the east side with the measuring reed, 500 cubits by the measuring reed all around. He measured the north side, 500 cubits by the measuring reed all around. He measured the south side, 500 cubits by the measuring reed. Then he turned to the west side and measured 500 cubits by the measuring reed. He measured it on the four sides. It had a wall around it, 500 cubits long and 500 cubits broad, to make a separation between the holy and the common. Then he led me to the gate, the gate facing east, and behold, the glory of the God of Israel was coming from the east, and the sound of his coming was like the sound of many waters, and the earth shone with his glory, and the vision I saw was just like the vision that I had seen when he came to destroy the city, and just like the vision that I had seen by the Kiba Canal. And I fell on my face, as the glory of the Lord entered the temple by the gate facing east. The Spirit lifted me up and brought me into the inner court, and behold, the glory of the Lord filled the temple. While the man was standing beside me, I heard one speaking to me out of the temple. And he said to me, Son of man, this is the place of my throne and the place of the soles of my feet, where I will dwell in the midst of the people of Israel forever. And the house of Israel shall no more defile my holy name, neither they nor their kings by their whoring and by the dead bodies of their kings at their high places." 
by setting their threshold by my threshold and their doorposts beside my doorposts with only a wall between me and them they have defiled my holy name by their abominations that they have committed so i have consumed them in my anger now let them put away their horing and the dead bodies of their kings far from me and i will dwell in their midst forever as for you son of man describe to the house of israel the temple that they may be ashamed of their iniquities and they shall measure the plan and if they are ashamed of all that they have done make known to them the design of the temple its arrangement its exits and its entrances that is its whole design and make known to them as well all its statutes and its whole design and all its laws and write it down in their sight so that they may observe all its laws and all its statutes and carry them out this is the law of the temple the whole territory on the top of the mountain all around shall be most holy behold this is the law of the temple these are the measurements of the altar by cubits the cubit being a cubit and a handbreadth its base shall be one cubit high and one cubit broad with a rim of one span around its edge and this shall be the height of the altar from the base on the ground to the lower ledge two cubits with a breadth of one cubit and from the smaller ledge to the larger ledge four cubits with a breadth of one cubit and the altar hath four cubits and from the altar hath projecting upward four horns the altar hath shall be square 12 cubits long by 12 broad the ledge also shall be square 14 cubits long by 14 broad with a rim around it half a cubit broad and its base one cubit all around the steps of the altar shall face east and he said to me son of man thus says the lord god these are the ordinances for the altar on the day when it is erected for offering burnt offerings upon it and for throwing blood against it you shall give to the levitical priests of the family of zadok who draw near to me to minister to me declares the lord god a bull from the herd for a sin offering and you shall take some of its blood and put it on the four horns of the altar and on the four corners of the ledge and upon the rim all around thus you shall purify the altar and make atonement for it you shall also take the bull of the sin offering and it shall be burned in the appointed place belonging to the temple outside the sacred area and on the second day you shall offer a male goat without blemish for a sin offering and the altar shall be purified as it was purified with the bull 
When you have finished purifying it, you shall offer a bull from the herd without blemish and a ram from the flock without blemish. You shall present them before the Lord, and the priest shall sprinkle salt on them and offer them up as a burnt offering to the Lord. For seven days you shall provide daily a male goat for a sin offering, also a bull from the herd and a ram from the flock, without blemish, shall be provided. Seven days shall they make atonement for the altar and cleanse it, and so consecrate it. And when they have completed these days, then from the eighth day onward the priests shall offer on the altar your burnt offerings and your peace offerings, and I will accept you, declares the Lord God.